are now about to witness the strength of knowledge. This is Steve Dace. Raising a banner of bold colors, no pale pastels. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Our rights are inherent and essential, derived from our maker. That is liberty, and liberty will reign in America. This is Steve Dace. And greetings. Happy Monday. Thanks for tuning in to today's free podcast, courtesy of Westwood One, powered by CRTV. Don't forget, you can also subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. We would love it if you would. And then if you dig what we do, leave us a positive review, please. It does help us to get the word out and helps others to say, hey, maybe I should take this, uh, take a chance on this show as well. Thank you very much for that. Steve at SteveDace.com is the email address. You can like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Day Show. Last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. Todd and Aaron are here as well. We just wrapped up, gentlemen, uh, taping today's show for CRTV. And we're kind of back to normal after finishing the Seven Deadly Worldview series. But we did get together as a staff before the new year and decided maybe tweak the overall format a little bit. Uh, and today was our first day experimenting with said new format. So let's give the audience a little uh, tease, preview of what's to come. Todd, I'll start with you. Well, I loved it. Even had we not changed it, I think it would have been a lot of fun. As much fun as uh, those first uh, seven shows were. More fun than I uh, anticipated, even. Uh, uh, but here, uh, coming back, the the quick hitting, the the riffing, it was a lot of fun. And then to start off uh, right out of the gate, uh, we do that uh, with Steve having an opportunity to monologue uh, later in the show. I just there was a ton of uh, good energy, uh, despite the fact that everything we talked about was very depressing. I would agree with that. Uh, for the for the show format, we kind of threw in a little eye of newt, wing of bat, and uh, on this first go round, uh, we didn't accidentally summon the Dark Lord back from the dead. So that was that was good. <laughs> um, no, it was overall. It was like uh, we we talked about um, we talked about the muck pit without actually getting into it and wallowing around it and uh, in it and spreading it all over ourselves. So if you have not yet tried out a subscription to CRTV, today could be your day. CRTV.com, promo code DACE. Again, D-E-A-C-E. And my name won't just get you a discounted annual subscription to access our show, but all of the shows here at CRTV. It's been three minutes. Have we added a new show? Okay, so I think we started the conservative millennial this week, the roaming millennial. Andrew Wilkow from Sirius XM is coming on board to join the team we already have with ourselves and the great one, Mark Levin, and uh, so many others. Phil Robertson from Duck Dynasty fame. I'm forgetting names. I apologize in advance. I can't remember them all uh, because we're growing because you guys, you like us. You really like us. So uh, if you haven't liked us yet, give us a try. We've got a, a free trial period. If you don't like it during that time, you want to cancel, kick us to the curb we move on no harm done promo code dace crtv.com well it is monday here on the podcast and we're going to kick off the week by looking at weekend news and views what were the headlines we missed over the weekend aaron while we were away enjoying uh time with our families uh, hunkering down from a brutal winter uh, but I repeat myself because winter is always brutal. Uh, watching sports, getting out to the mall, enjoying Americana. What happened while we were trying to forget it was happening? A Hawaii emergency management employee was reassigned, and the state agency he works for has received death threats amid fallout from the botched ballistic missile alert that triggered panic across the island paradise. 
The Hawaii Emergency Management Agency says the 10-year employee has been temporarily reassigned pending an investigation into the incident to a job that doesn't provide access to the warning system. Let me be the 10 millionth person to ask this question. How, how can this happen? Well, Steve, you're always telling us human nature is not basically good. Human nature is fallible. Exactly. So on the off chance one person's humanity shows through, why wasn't there, Todd, a series of checks and balances how come there, there's no secondary warning system? Hey, are we sure? Because if that's an inter, if that's an ICBM, we have a limited amount of time with our technology to try to shoot it down and then to respond in kind. And these are decisions that have to be made like this and have existential geopolitical planetary consequences for the only the future of this human species, basically. So how could this happen, Todd? How can the system be this fragile? And that's just level A of the situation. Apparently, it took, I've heard different uh, accounts, but somewhere between 28 and 40 minutes yep. to change the situation. Yep. So not only did that's you That's why make, we saw those tweets of people tweeting out their goodbyes, huddled down. Dropping kids and, into manhole yes, covers. Yes. So, it, it was systematic even beyond what you just said. I mean, we've all seen the movies, especially when, Steve, you and I were growing up during War the games. Cold War, you know, two yep. people turning the keys at the yep. same time and things. So, Shall we play a game? So I have no idea. But w- once the accident happens, that's the accident that gets changed like that. And you, you instantly uh, are dealing with it in a professional way. It doesn't take 40 minutes to clean up. I I still, I haven't, because it took over the weekend, I haven't done the level of reading to understand. The wrong button was pushed? No. Come on. All right. Is it possible they were hacked? Yes. And for... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. Let me finish, though. Is it possible we were hacked? And, and the preferred narrative to vulnerability in the era, in the era of, of social media bots, hacker culture, etc. The, the preferred narrative to we could be hacked at such a high level is just human error. We, we prefer that narrative is out there. Is that possible? Not only is that possible... Based on somebody else we're going to be talking about uh, in this episode, uh, we know how traitorous and how off the wall some people in the military have been. It, it's possible that this was done. I don't. I'm. I'm not suggesting that I have any information specifically about it. But listen, it's people have done some crazy things. It's possible that this was done on purpose. And based on what we've seen, uh, to to just see what a reaction is from Trump, and based on what we've seen from the news coverage of what happened in Las Vegas, that something grotesque like that can get buried. Anything's my point is a lot of things are possible. Uh, that's the and issue. I have to ask these questions when you tell me the wrong button was pushed on a matter of this level of gravity. I believe it came out of our national security wing 
was the first criminalized leaker. Wasn't she? Wasn't she somebody that worked in national yes. security? Came yes. out of the was the first criminalized That's, leaker yes. about a year ago you at could, this time. You could echo and, my point ad infinitum. And I I detest fake conspiracy dog whistle media like Infowars and stuff like that. To me, if if I, if if I really were part of you know the one world the coming one world government conspiracy i'd peddle losers like alex jones to fool you people to put you off the scent of what's really going on that's not we're not so we're not talking about you know fake news conspiracy no. making the friggin frogs gay i'm talking we, bradley manning did yes. what he did and he's running for senate we are we are looking at a broken culture where we are seeing things politicized that should not be that we used to say we're immune to our political machinations in which no longer are. And we are living in an era where, frankly, too many of our conservative friends are affirmatively quoting WikiLeaks and Julian Assange, who helps get our soldiers killed by leaking out this kind of data, that with both sides literally at their worst element, politicizing everything. And everybody thinks there's some crusader or warrior for some cause other than the one they actually signed up for. I, I think we are forced to consider things that maybe in the past we either didn't want to consider or thought couldn't happen anyway, even if we were considering them. And that's kind of what we're doing right now. Yeah. We're doing the math here. It's hard for me to believe that America's nuclear fail-safe system is so fragile that one human error pushing the wrong button sends a continent into a tizzy i refused that to me requires a level of faith beyond some of the other stuff we're talking about here exactly right you can't say that enough it's it's the old it's the old x-files analogy i've used in the past you've heard me use in the past and i love the old x-files the new one eh. the old one i loved it and one of the interesting dynamics you had the devout catholic woman of faith scully with Mulder, the agnostic science, scientism, UFO believer. And she would concoct crazy naturalistic explanations for the larger conspiracy the show was pursuing that were nuttier than a fruitcake to believe than I really just think little green men are anally probing people in trailer parks. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Occam's razor wasn't good enough for her. She had to, because she didn't want to actually believe the most obvious explanation was true, she had to come up with some really non-obvious ones. At least that that was the first few episodes and then as the show grew, she kind of, they grew more into accepting what she was actually seeing. I have a much harder time believing that some social justice warrior in a military uniform just hates Trump. And, and that's where this came from. Then, or we got hacked by a, by a foreign power. Then, that, to me, that's a much easier believe than the entire U.S. warning system on a nuclear exchange can come down to one person hitting the wrong button. Ask yourselves, ladies and gentlemen, which do you think just... All I'm asking you to do, honestly survey the landscape. Where you now know more about how much money the President of the United States allegedly paid to porn stars to keep them silent for extramarital trysts 12 years ago. You know more about that than the motivations of the worst mass murderer in American history on the Vegas Strip last October 1st. Ask your... I'm not getting, I'm just doing the math. The math tells me it's a much 
tougher ask for my conscience to go with the whole warning system of the United States Defense Department can be brought to its knees by one guy hitting the wrong button like a freaking Peter Sellers movie, all right, or Mr. Bean, then something else far worse actually happened here. Am I wrong? (laughs) You're just echoing what I just said. Preach. It's absurd that we don't have a... And I I don't know what the people in Hawaii are uh, demanding at this point, Um, but if they settle on the wrong button is pushed, and and no and apparent and I as far as I can tell, and I did read up on this this morning, nobody has lost their job yet. Okay, Aaron, next headline. Bradley Manning on Sunday confirmed via Twitter that he is a candidate for U.S. Senate. Three days after making his intention known to federal election officials, Manning tweeted, Yep, we're running for Senate with an attached campaign video indicating his intention to run in the 2018 Maryland Democratic primary. I'm Chelsea Manning, and I approve this message. We live in trying times. Yeah. Times of fear. Yep. Of suppression. Of hate. We don't need more or better leaders. We need someone willing to fight. We need to stop asking them to give us our rights. They won't support us. They won't compromise. We need to stop expecting that our systems will somehow fix themselves. We need to actually take the reins of power from them. We need to challenge them at every level. We need to fix this. We don't need them anymore. We can do better. So there's your social justice warrior mind comp for you. Well, for those of you that are new to our show, the, our official show position on the psychosis, the trans psychosis, is you cannot change your own gender. That is a predefined biological construct, and biolog- biology isn't bigotry. It's just biology. But you can change your name unless you are yourself a criminal or a traitor. So we're willing to go with Bruce Jenner if he wants to change his name to Caitlyn. We're willing to abide by that. We're just not willing to abide by the fact dude's a chick when he's not, all right? In this case, though, Bradley Manning is a traitor, so he will not even get a modicum of consideration from us whatsoever. Dude is a flat-out traitor that ought to be rotting away in Leavenworth as we speak. But, Todd, I ask, is it really that much of a stretch? Follow the punchline here. Is it really that much of a stretch for a known traitor to run for a position in the United States Senate? No. This is progressivism in full. And if you watch our television show, uh, Steve uh, takes on uh, one uh, segment of fake news or not, uh, Janet Napolitano. Everything she said about uh, how the Constitution works was equally as traitorous. Really, it is King George stuff that she's spouting. So he's just uh, dressing it up in some uh, mascara, uh, even more mascara and lipstick than uh, Janet Napolitano wears. Um this I'm going to find it fascinating, and this is something at least um, semi-regularly I'm going to be engaging in, watching what the people in Virginia and at large are saying either pro or nay, that who are Democrats, 
who are saying about Bradley Manning uh, running because there there is hmm. no there really there, there's no reason I don't th- do they really care that he's a traitor. I don't think fundamentally, fundamentally, if you just, hey, just between you and us, not not your talking points, do you care that he's a traitor? No, I don't think they really do. Because most of them uh, are part of a revolution. They they fundamentally don't believe in what the, they're engaged in a revolution anyways. They don't believe in what this country was founded on. So it is going to be fascinating to watch what Democrats who either support him or don't support him actually say. Is it possible that our politics are devolving to the point that a sizable block of voters on, in, in both parties don't really care about your character or integrity on any level at all, or even your own psych- psychological condition, provided you'll... Uh, vote the way they'd like you to on a few issues. Aren't we just there now? Better than Hillary. I mean, yeah, isn't that where we are? Yes. Is that not, I mean, really, isn't that where we are? Oh, yeah, for a while. Mm -hmm. We didn't just arrive there, yeah. You know, again, I would like to play the moral high ground with the the traitor Bradley Manning. But, I mean, barely a week has gone by in my Twitter feed in the last two years or longer really three years since the GOP primary cycle erupted in earnest. Uh, Let's say two and a half years. In the last two and a half years, barely a week has gone by without a big name on the right affirmatively quoting, citing Julian Assange as their source. Other than the fact Assange is not an American, so he's not a direct traitor, he's an indirect one. Why why, why is that any different? Why is it any different? Nor the church bending over backwards over and over again to support the various and, and by the way, I, I'm of not Donald virtue Trump. signaling by asking this. I would like it to be different. I pref- you know me, I kind of prefer making my arguments from the moral high ground. I put that in my book, okay? But we're giving away. We we are determining if someone says what I want them to say, they have the moral high ground, and both sides are doing this. Yes, both sides are doing this. I, I mean, didn't you tweet out this weekend? Has any person and. American history. I've never seen, never in American history has one politician made people simultaneously stupider, yay or nay, than Donald Trump has. Correct. I mean, the level of dumb. Jeff Flake is going to give a speech in the Senate today comparing Trump to Stalin. You know, other than the 30 million people Stalin killed, the five-year plans, the fact that actually... Do do I sit here? Have I waved Trump pom-poms the last couple of years? No. No, I have not. So take it from me when I tell you, the economic policies Trump is attempting to undo, to undo early in his presidency are far closer to Stalinism from the previous presidency. Okay? I, I mean, th- it, this is a ridiculous argument. It is a ridiculous argument that Flake is making. Well, well, he's a f- but ridiculous he's, he, man. He's ridiculous himself. He is flaked out. He is completely flaking out. I mean, I'm, I can watch Bill Crystal on Twitter argue against positions he was taking just two or three years ago. That he took, I can watch him argue against positions he was taking as recently as two or three years ago that he had previously taken for 25 years. Why? Trump.
that's a dangerous place for any free people to be. And in fact, you likely won't be free much longer. If your opinion of right and wrong, legal or illegal, constitutional or unconstitutional, comes down to who's the person, do I like the person saying it? I had lunch recently with an old sports broadcasting peer of mine who is a progressive. And um, he's been interested in my, as he's been following me in this political environment, he's interested in my willingness to just not drink anyone's Kool-Aid at all. And he goes, so I find myself, he says, I, I find myself both frustrated and exhilarated by your Twitter feed on an almost daily basis. And one of the things I tried to explain to him is the worldview I'm coming from, the Christian worldview I am coming from. If you find out tomorrow that I am a secret peddler in kitty porn and the state's number one human trafficker, and I've been keeping it secret all this time, it, I know you guys will run the headlines Another Christian hypocrite that proves Christianity isn't real, and, but it actually doesn't prove anything other than I'm a piece of human debris. That's all it proves. Because Christianity isn't based on whether or not I'm acting or any believer or every single believer who's ever lived acts perfectly in accordance with the principles they claim to believe. Any more than the weather forecast depends on what the meteorologist says. They're not dictating the terms of the weather. They're looking at what the pre-existing natural conditions are and telling you tomorrow it's going to be about negative nine. They had literally nothing to do with why it may or may not be negative nine. And, and my character, or any believer's character, does nothing to impact the truth of the faith. Either Jesus Christ was dead and walked out of that tomb the third day or he didn't. And no amount of hypocrisy or debauchery 2,000 years later changes that, that fact or not. Any more than it changes the fact whether Philip of Macedonia had a son Alexander that conquered the Fertile Crescent and most of the known world. If we find out later on that, you know, Alexander the Great was this and it doesn't change. The facts don't change. But we live in this era where I get to believe what I want to believe based on whether I like the person who's asking me to believe it. And everybody's doing this. Everybody is doing this. For Don Lemon to stand up there with no self-awareness at all over the weekend and say, Fox is the Trump network. Well, that's true. I think we all recognize that's true. But understand, Don, if you're calling Fox the Trump network and you guys are saying you're anti-Fox, what does that make you guys then, Todd? The Democrat network? You're the, the anti-Trump network? You're the anti-Trump network. That's what you are, yeah. That's what I love about the, I love, that's what I love about philosophy. It's a science like any other. For one side's assertion to be true, so must the other side's. Just like if you're, a, if you're a Republican right now railing against the media for suddenly caring about how much a president plays golf, guess what must also then be true? You're a hypocrite like they are for not caring now how much a president plays golf when before you did. But man, that whole double-edged sword thing, it's got a kick to it, okay? That's why we don't really care much for the truth. We like 
our truth. That's what we like. And there's a lot of that liking of our truth stuff happening regardless of the side of the aisle that you are on at the moment. Aaron, next headline. A lawyer for President Trump reportedly arranged a six-figure payment to a former adult film star to keep her from discussing a sexual encounter with Trump. That's according to a Wall Street Journal report on Friday. They said that Michael Cohen... Says who? uh, An attorney for the Trump Organization at the time, and now Trump's personal lawyer, arranged for Stephanie Clifford, known in the industry as Stormy Daniels, to receive $130,000 as part of a non-disclosure agreement one month before the 2016 presidential election. Clifford has privately told sources interviewed by the Journal that she and Trump had a consensual sexual encounter in 2006, the year after he and Melania Trump were married. Why is this a story? Well, I'm asking. I'm, I'm, I am. I am sincerely asking. Uh, given the worldview that on sexuality on marriage, relationships, that the only line really is consensual. Then why is this a story, Todd? Why does anyone care? I agree, particularly if this came out of the uh, progressive... I mean, it's a it's an important philosophical question to ask in this day and age, no matter what. And certainly, if progressives are asking it, what's really interesting is this is the Wall Street Journal mm-hmm. doing this story, and it's doing this story immediately after a financial success, which uh, I'm I would guess that they supported in one way, shape, or form. I'm, I'm not entirely sure the tax cuts. So, I'm why them. Why now is what I'm uh, particularly interested. But as it applies to your question, yeah, what is the standard of, there's no way to get around it, morality by which anybody cares that he, Donald Trump did this? Why is this untoward? Tell, tell Tell me why this is a big deal. No crime was committed. Melania's still there. She's standing by her man. I mean, many of the people most offended by this would have been... I've I've heard, well, you know, he was doing this while Melania was home taking care of Baby Baron. Well, you'd have been perfectly fine if Melania decided I didn't want to take care of Baby Baron and killed the kid before he was born. So, okay, check that box. Baron's Baron's not... And and most of you that that are playing that card, A, not only would you have not cared if Melania had mocked Baron, or, or killed Baron, but I've watched enough of your tweets going back and forth mocking that poor little kid anyway. So, again, hypocrite box one, checked. Okay, so I don't know why that's an issue to you. Well, you know, he was married. Well, you guys think we could, the, the definition of marriage is amorphous, that it's, that it's really not a, a cosmic, uh, you know, uh, preordained, determined, or, you know, covenant between a man and a woman anyway. So maybe Trump's living out his own definition of marriage, as you've told us for the last couple of decades. And everybody gets to have their own definition of marriage. So hypocrite box two checked. All right. So we're two for two on that one so far. Then then you guys have told us as long as it's consensual, is any, are any of these porn stars claiming that, you know, Trump forced himself on them or uh, bullied them or Harvey Weinstein them in a private office? Is that, is, is that being, did Jessica Drake or Stormy Daniels or any of these people make these claims? No. Okay, well then, uh, it, everything was consensual. 
And as long as it's consensual, then by golly, do whatever you want with whomever you want that's con- the, that's consenting to it, right? So uh, we've now clipped. We've now we've now checked three hypocrite boxes on one story. I I don't understand by what worldview, what belief system makes this matter to us. That that the people that this matters to are selling us every day, all day, most of my life. Todd, do you know? No. Other than it, other than it's just we're a bunch of Trump hypocrites. Anything that we can do to make Trump look bad, which he will just do all on on all on his own, just fine. Um, but other than exposing that, well, it matters to us if Trump does it. This is all of their complaints here are a repudiation and val- and, uh, and and invalidation of their own worldview that they've been peddling to us for decades now. Last week, we were just lectured by the same people who are aghast at this, that a, uh, a black guy has to accept the uh, sexual advances of a, uh, a dude who uh, likes to dress up like a woman. So what Donald Trump here, he's maybe he is frustrated by the fact that his wife is pregnant. He needs to go off and sow his oats this way. Uh, I don't know. This, this seems to fit into your slipstream of just, uh, you know, accept the uh, new sexual decadence around us and and ride the wave. I, Donald Trump just seems to be playing by your rules. Yes. They should be celebrating what he's doing. So apparently, like we learned with porn star August Ames late last year when she committed suicide for mm-hmm. not wanting to have sex with men who were having sex on camera with other men, my body, my choice really means doesn't mean that for everybody it just means that for me but if you disagree with my political agenda then no it it doesn't mean that for you that that's pretty much what it means yes next headline aaron oh boy feminists when they march here in the next few weeks from cities to lansing to las vegas there could be fewer pink pussy hats according to the detroit uh, free press The reason is the sentiment that the pink pussy hats excludes and is offensive to transgender women and gender non-binary people who don't have typical female genitalia and to women of color because their genitals are more likely to be brown than pink. I didn't think it could happen. I didn't. And if you would go back into the Wayback Machine, you'd have jumped in your DeLorean and found little pagan Stevie in a high school gym locker room somewhere as his manhood and masculinity were blossoming during those pubescent teenage years. If you would have told me, son, there's going to come a time when we're going to talk so much about female genitalia, you're just going to be sick of the topic altogether. Ida said, no chance. There's, there is better chance of monkeys flying out of my butt than we would come to that point. But Todd, we're here. Yeah, you got clockwork orange, didn't you? I, I, I've, I've had enough. I didn't think it was possible. What's the old sportscaster Jim Rome has a line about uh, 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 men getting themselves, powerful men getting themselves in trouble with sex? And the observation makes the only undefeated team in history, the vagina. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay. I mean, if you would have told me we would get to the point, I've had enough. 
I've had enough now. I would have never thought ever, ever. We're here. We're here. And this all echoes the point that you made after our first issue in Hawaii and why we have to ask the questions we ask because mm-hmm. we're so fallen. Well, look what we followed up with. Gender bender, Bradley Manning. Who's a traitor to the United States. Yes. Running for U.S. Senate. So he can join a chamber of a lot of traitors. Yes. Yes. Trump and prostitutes. And it's not they're not prostitutes if they're no, they're performers yes. on camera. No, yes. If they're doing everything is the same and no one's Trump filming and porn it, stars. then they're then they're prostitutes, but if it's on camera, they're performers. Yes. Trump and porn stars. And now this issue. Remember when we were asked, oh, I don't know, not too many years ago, Steve, what does my uh, sex life have to do with you? That was so long ago, man. That was like so long ago. It was like 2011. What we were trying to say at the time, and we were absolutely right, and this just shows again, everything. Because Romans 1, you you have created, progressivism has created a broad psychosis where we just cannot think clearly about anything because we have made these things, uh, we've turned these things up to 11. We actually sit down and consider the the supposed smart people that we are. Should I wear the pussy hat or not wear the pussy hat? We've lost our minds. My father-in-law, when I first met him, he gave me an edition of Forbes that he found interesting. I mentioned it on the show before. It was the top 10 ways uh, the world could possibly end. The nine were predictable, various, um, you know, nuclear things the co- like that. Apocalyptic yes. yeah, events the that are foisted upon us. The 10th one was mass insanity. Yeah. And that should be number one through number nine. And the 10th the should just be the bombs. Or, or the cancer. This is a, this is the movie Idiocracy if you've ever seen it. Yeah, that's I what it. I mean, it's a it's a heavily profane, vulgar film written by libertarian Mike Judge, uh, who also did the you know the '90s all time '90s classic Office Space, which I quote a million times. Right? It's not that I'm lazy, Bob. It's that I just don't care. Right? All right. That's why my uh, that's why my quote on my Twitter profile page because usually people just go there when they have a problem with the show. It's uh, we seem to be experimenting some technological <laughs> differences. <laughs> But Idiocracy is very similar in vain to Borat in that it's needlessly offensive because there is times Borat has brilliant social commentary. I mean, the scene where he is broken up that Pamela Lee will not, that, that that's his dream girl and she doesn't return his advances and he's sleeping out there on the sidewalk of the Christian church overnight. And people are just seeing this poor guy crying out there on the walk, and they just walk over him and go right into service like he's a nothing. That that there's a statement being had there, right? But he's got a he's he says a lot of things that aren't aren't particularly comforting to either side's sacred cows in the movie Borat. But the problem is that there's so much needless profane vulgarity that really it wounds the soul to watch it that's why i didn't i've seen it once in my life and i can't bring myself to watch it again now that i know what's there idiocracy is the same mike judge didn't have mike judge could have pg-13 the whole thing and it would have said everything he needed it to say just as powerfully and more people would have seen it right but because he did not go that way now a lot of people haven't seen this movie but the movie idiocracy is played out in this entire pussy hat conversation I mean, that's really a, a colossal of dumb. 
A, I don't want, I'm a feminist because I don't want to be primarily defined by my sexuality as a woman. So I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear it on a hat. B, I want everyone to know the uniqueness of the female gender, its primary importance, how vitally important it is to the progress of humanity. That's why I'm going to support dudes turning themselves into us and thus further diluting the preeminent importance of our gender. C, I'm tired of men taking opportunities away from women. I'm tired of men and the, and, the, and the patriarchy, the heteronormative patriarchy, robbing women of their just due. That's why I'm going to put a dude who's a former Olympic decathlete who already had his time in the sun, not to mention has made millions as a reality TV star. I'm going to put him on the cover of Vanity Fair as my woman of the year. And then I'm going to watch a bunch of dudes who think they're chicks take spots away on sports teams from women and in plays and in all kinds of other endeavors because that's feminism, y'all. Should I continue? Please don't. I think I've made my point by now. Let me rephrase that. I think I've made their point by now in proving they don't have a point. There is no such thing as feminism. There are sinful, rebellious women shaking their fist at God's created order and therefore um, become increasingly insane and crazy the further estranged they get from their creator. That's what, we, that's what it is. That's what it is. Because if there was a real feminism, they would never tolerate Bruce Jenner getting fake boobs to say, I'm a woman now. They'd say there's a lot more to being a woman than that. If there was a real feminism, if there was a real feminism, they wouldn't say to daughters like you and I, Todd, well, you're just going to have to give up your spot on that cross country team or your spot in that drama for the dude who feels like a lady today. You just have to give that one up now. They wouldn't do that, but they do do that. Why? Because this isn't about promoting the feminine mystique or even some sort of egalitarian ideal. This is about tearing down the created mm-hmm. order. That's what it's about. And you about. mentioned that on the television show today. When somebody else, like Margaret Court, speaks her truth, what happened to her, Steve? Yeah, Margaret Court, the former, Open. one of the all-time great female tennis players. I think she used to have the record for most weeks ranked number one. Um, and they named the court, the center court there at the Australian Open after her because she's an Aussie. They debuted uh, this week with the first Grand Slam event in professional tennis, which is always the Australian Open because they're south of the equator. So when it's winter up here, what is it down there? Summer down there, right? We flip the script on science. the weather. There you go. Some real science. Martina Navratilova and Billie Jean King were demanding that tennis players boycott the Australian Open because Margaret Court dared to take a position in favor of the traditional definition of marriage when it was being debated in Australia last year. Now, keep in mind, when Martina Navratilova and Billie Jean, Billie Jean King played in the 60s and 70s, Navratilova in the 70s and the 80s, we're being told they're born this way, right? They can't help themselves. They were once gay, always gay. That's what we're told, right? Well, when Billie Jean King was winning all these tournaments with Martina Navratilova was the number one tennis player in the world almost every year of our childhood, why didn't she boycott these tournaments for not recognizing how uniquely uh, special she was as a same-sex attracted woman? I mean, I can't believe people were more tolerant of her lesbianism in 1987 than they are now. Do you believe that? No. Highly unlikely. So it's interesting. When Billie Jean King and Martina Navratilova were making their millions of dollars in the spotlight— they didn't feel compelled to 
uh, ask people to boycott this athletic endeavor because they don't affirm my sexual attraction. But now that we're out of the spotlight, they would like those of you who are trying to make a buck and put food on your family's table with your God-given tennis talent, they would like you to do it for them. That's an, that, but that's, again, where it, it's, it's amazing how many people now want to tell us the truth of Harvey Weinstein when they were willing to put up with Harvey Weinstein's fake truth if he could help them get right. a paycheck in Hollywood. Now everybody, everybody wants to tell us the truth now. That's another, we see that strand within progressivism as well. Because your truth told you at the time to let Harvey Weinstein uh, get, a, to keep, take a, turn a blind eye to what you knew Harvey Weinstein was doing because he gets you where you wanted to go. And then once you become a big star, you don't have to put out for him anymore and then you can just let it go and, you know, you'll be living out your truth. That's the danger, Todd, of this entire My Truth fiasco. And we're parked here. And I don't see it changing any time in 2018. Uh, like, I, at least I said on the show, uh, this is something we've become addicted to on a level of opiates. Uh, it's, it, it's become the water in which we swim, and it is going to take some um, brave and energetic people to simply say here and no further. And I just don't think we have them in enough volume. Final thoughts. What we learned today, Aaron. What we learn? Um, just like what uh, on the heels of that conversation, as a uh, dog re- returns to its vomit, and as a sow after she's cleaned herself returns to roll around in the mire, um, just uh, that—that's where our culture is. It's like we we love we hate the beast, but we can't live without it. At the same time, we hate the noise but we can't live without it. We always we always come back for more, and that's played out at a micro and a macro level. You see that every day with our news. Todd? In the past, uh, when you thought, well, am I delving too much into conspiracy theory here? Uh, you know, you might want to say, okay, I need to pull back a little bit and give this some time to breathe. Now, though, I think that spidey sense... Uh, is something that uh, more often than not you need to follow through on a little bit because uh, the press isn't just broken. It's oftentimes actively against you, and so you just need to ask some questions that may in the past have sounded crazy. Now they perhaps are the most reasonable ones in the room. Hmm. And what you've just learned is why we talk about revival on our show so much because there's, there's no way out of this pit without it we, we don't have the means of doing this on our own um we're, we we didn't we didn't become a nation without providence and we will not remain one worthy of conserving without it either thank you for tuning in here today on the podcast on westwood one powered by crtv don't forget today's show on crtv crtv.com promo code dace Talk to you again tomorrow. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace. I like it, you.